Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Noink and Noink Connection, the podcast where Dave and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 29, where we're going to be going over our Elimination Chamber results, as well as Monday Night Raw from uh, March 9th. 9th. I'm trying to remember yesterday's date, because it's the 10th today. Yes. It's Mario Day. It's Mario Day. M-A-R-1-0. Yes. Um, and it was the 9th, so March 9th edition of Monday Night Raw. But we're going to start off with Elim Chamber. Yes, and let's start with the pre-show. Yeah, we got to start with the pre-show because we had a we had a good match. We had a good match, but we also had a big return. We had a big return and a gift of God. Yes, well, yeah, because Ron Killings is just awesome. Yes. Yes. He's just awesome. He is the greatest. Yes. But we did have a return, and it wasn't a wrestler. Nope. It wasn't a super fan or whatever. Nope. It was a announcer. Yes. Pete Rosenberg's back. I know. He's re-signed with the company. That's awesome. It's and he's to, a heel. Well, of course. Well, of course he's a heel. Come on. He's coming from the Yes Network. <laughs> yeah. Of course he's going to be a heel. And him and uh, R-Truth had a uh, had a great back and forth. So before we even get to the match, R-Truth's out there. He thinks it's WrestleMania. He thought he was at WrestleMania and that he was there to cheer on. His childhood, childhood hero, hero, John, John Cena. Cena. Okay. He thought he was there to see Drew McIntyre win the WWE Championship from Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar obviously destroyed R-Truth several weeks back. Yeah. And then he goes and has a back and forth with Rosenberg where he's not calling him Pete Rosenberg. He's calling him, um, who's the other guy who's sometimes... Roberts? Yes. Yeah. Uh, oh, why am I blanking his name? Something Roberts. Seth Roberts? Jeff, Jeff Roberts? Seth Roberts? I don't know. I can't remember. He's like, no. He's no. the guy with the curly hair. Yeah. Rosenberg's like, no, he has too much hair. Yeah. I don't have that much hair. I'm bald. Yeah. It's not. I, I, we were texting earlier today. I was telling you I was coming back. You know, I was going to be on here with you. Oh, man, I don't remember any of that. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to remember any of that. I, I love our Triple. Uh, I haven't said Triple H. Our <laughs> truth is incredible. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. And <laughs> I don't think he's going anywhere for a long time. He shouldn't. I feel like he's, he's in the same situation as... Uh, Undertaker, we has a uh, a lifetime contract. Oh, I, he doesn't have to go anywhere else. He did his thing earlier in his career when he left, and then he came back and stuff like that. And he's just he's happy. Yeah, he's, he's happy. happy being the goofball. Yeah, because just let him do that. Yes, he enjoys it. So, and we enjoy him for it. Oh yeah. So, um, as he's far as writing the twenty four seven stuff, or he was at least he was. He may still be. Who knows? He's not really in the hunt for that right now. And we'll get to twenty four seven when we get to uh, Raw. Raw. But let's get to the pre-show on this with uh, the Viking Raiders versus this is Hawkins and Ryder. Hawkins and Ryder, and this essentially was just a uh, a squash match. Squish, yeah. yeah. Um, the big turning point in this match is when uh, Ryder hit Hawkins by an accident with the Rough Rider, and then it essentially just became a two-on-one handicap match yeah. with uh, Ivar and Eric just destroying Zack Ryder. Yeah. Um. It was a showcase to put over the um, the Raiders. Was this a match you could have had on Monday Night Raw instead? Yeah. Maybe. Um, but alas, it had the Raiders on the pay-per-view. And then obviously we know that later on in the night, they make their appearance again. Made yeah. their appearance a little bit more felt later on in yes. the night. So, um, yeah. When we get to the main card. My opinion, match of the night opened the show. Okay. Wrestling masterpiece between okay. Drew Gulak and Daniel Bryan. 
Daniel Bryan put Gulak over so huge in this match. So yeah. huge in this match. This was incredible. This was this was Gulak doing everything that he was saying, which was he was reversing everything that Bryan was. He was one step ahead of Daniel Bryan the whole time. Yeah. And dude, the spiked pile driver that he hit him with, dude, that was the in- the over the head throw. Yes, German suplex where he landed directly on his neck. Yeah, I was like, I thought the X was going to be thrown up right there. Yeah, incredible. These two guys, these two guys could legitimately have an a program together, and it would be. Awesome to watch. Yeah, and I, I, I don't was, think I don't think there's gonna be a program. No, because I don't think there, so either. There was a backstage WWE.com exclusive video where I think he was having an interview with Chuck or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, and he was basically saying that I've seen this guy ever since the Cruiserweight Classic. I've seen him on the independent scenes. I've seen him in other promotions. Um, and I thought this guy was incredible, and I dreamed to get in the ring with him. Now that I have gotten in with the in the ring with him, I believe he is one of the most technically sound wrestlers, and I want him to teach me. I want him to show me what my weaknesses are. So this could start. I could see a tag team between these two, and it would be an incredible tag team. Oh, it would be absolutely. It would be perfect. Everything that the revival could have been. Yeah. Yes, it's everything the revival could have been. Technical wrestlers, all fists no. Oh my God, that's right. WWE owns that trademark, and there's a huge thing going on between them and the revival no right now. With, just fists. Yeah, there's a huge thing going on with trademarks where the revivals are trying to get certain trademarks, and WWE's yeah. blocking them because they own the trademarks and stuff like that. Yeah, this could be your whole new no flips, just fists tag team. I wouldn't think it would be fists because for me, I see the. Uh uh, the revival is more of brawlers. Yeah, this is more of like hold you in an arm bar or get you in a leg lock, single leg crabs, all these technical holds, holds that aren't like like finishing submissions, like cross faces yeah, or yeah. chokes, just submissions to work body, body parts. Part. Yeah, technical holds, and they could do something with like. All holds or something like that. Mm-hmm. All holds barred or something. Yeah, something random like that. Well, we'll see. I just know that. Um, they I could, think we could see something between them on SmackDown. It, it would be fun. It definitely would be fun because, you know, that's what Daniel Bryan likes to do. He likes to find that other talent and he likes to build up with them. I could see because I think going into Mania is going to be Usos versus. Morrison and Miz. I think so, too. We'll talk about that SmackDown uh, tag match in a little bit. But I think that's going to be the program going into Mania, if not a triple threat with the New Day. Okay. Out Coming out of Mania, if they want to put this tag team of Gulak and Brian in the tag picture, I could see this being a tag team that starts to compete for that belt. Okay. Down the line. We'll see if they even put them together, but I yeah. would like I would like to see the two of those guys together. It'd yeah. be very interesting. So, um, Brian does go over in the match, though. Yeah, Brian does get the victory. Um, and he and he doesn't gives necessarily handshake to Gulak because Gulak feels like he's been taking the better of him. Yeah, but he gives him props. He points at him. Yeah. he lets him enjoy some of the spotlight and such like that. Yeah. Next match, U.S. Championship match, Andrade Carrillo. Very this good match. Started. 
hot from the gate. Yeah. This was a great, fast-moving luchador match. Yes, it was. And that's what you have in the ring is you have two luchadors. Yeah. Um, non-stop action, though. I mean, you 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 get what you're supposed to get out of these two. Yeah. Um, Obviously, Carrillo is trying to get his payback for the concrete DDT that he suffered on, at the hands of... Um, Andrade. Andrade. And then Andrade's trying to get back for the one that he handed from Korea, yes. which put him on the shelf for yeah, a, a month. month. We know why. Yeah. <laughs> um, Just well-paced. Yes. These two guys can fly around the ring. Yeah, um, and on Raw, looking forward to looking ahead at Raw, you had the other two in this, like, love square, yeah, this yeah. square yep. going against each other. Yeah. It... The pieces are being connected. Yeah, a lot of yeah. Because this guy's having a match with this guy, but then this guy's teaming up with this guy, and this guy's teaming up with this guy, and then they're having a match, and then it's kind of everything's kind of crisscrossing together. Could we see something at Mania? I think so. Between all four of these guys, yeah, I, I I've been saying it. If yeah. we go back, fatal four way or a ladder match. Yeah, a fatal four way ladder match, not or a ladder match. Fatal four way. Ladder match. I, I agree with you, but I feel like, personally to myself, four people in a ladder match is too little. Unless it's a tag team. I think it's perfect. <clears throat> these guys are going to do such insane spots off these ladders. And I don't want it to be a fatal four-way with no other stipulation, because I'm afraid it's going to end in a roll-up finish, which is one reason why this was not my match of the night. It, it, it was yeah. an exchange of roll-ups, and then it was... Andrade with tight. a handful of tights and gets the one, two, three. Yeah. That that's kind of what deterred me on this match was the, the exchange of roll ups. Carrillo had all the momentum after doing the the dive over the top rope. Yeah. And he throws him back in the ring and instead of maybe going for a big move, he starts exchanging roll ups with them. And that's yeah. what that's what his downfall was, was he was exchanging roll ups. And Andrade obviously being the heel is gonna get the roll up, pull the tights, and that's it. One, two, three, match is over. And yeah. Andrade steals his belt still. So, um, it was a good match though. Regardless. Oh yeah, you know it was a very I mean? good match if he finished. Yeah, exactly. Um, next match was was so much fun. Yeah, so much fun. The SmackDown Tag Team Championship Elimination, Elimination Chamber, Chamber match started with the two teams I wanted it to start with. Yes, the Usos, Usos and the New Day. Day, and they didn't have like this like meeting in the middle, handshake and everything, and nope. starting a traditional. No, they started beating the hell out of each other. Yep. To me, the team that stole the elimination, this elimination chamber match, head machine, no, no, Lucha Brothers, was Lucha House Party. That's what I meant. They stole, dude. Grand Metalik hit a Hurricane Rana off the top of the chamber yeah. to Kofi Kingston, and then Lindsay Dorado goes, "Nope, I'm gonna one up you," and, and he climbed. hits a shooting star press. From the top of the cage. Did you notice he hit his feet on the top a little bit? Yes. Which slowed his momentum? Yes. And thank I think God. It was the- wicked smart of him because thank God because he would have over rotated. Yeah. He would have over rotated. But those two guys stole this match. There was a spot that looked like I thought I thought Lindsay Dorado blew both his knees out when he yeah. got thrown up in the air. I think it was by Big E. And he jumped over the rope, and he went and tried to jump onto the cage, and his legs went through the cage, and he kind of fell backwards. I thought he blew both his knees out. I'm like, okay, this match is over for him. They're going to throw up the X. Nope. He just kept climbing the cage, got on top. And and he he got away. And, like, I loved how the commentators were kind of talking about, like, what is Lindsay doing? Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. And they weren't showing him. Yeah. 
and he just and then and they keep referencing. What is he doing? And there's a big crowd underneath, and they just brawl, and then all of a sudden, like the they camera pan backs, and then, and the only ones who didn't get hit by that move were the people who eliminated him, which were heavy machinery. With um, yeah, the heavy. Yeah, machinery. they were. They were the ones who kind of like standing back after everybody was on the ground. They're like, okay, they picked one of them up, hit the compactor, one, two, three. Lucha House Party was eliminated. Yeah. Then you get um. So at this point, we have heavy machinery. The, the only Usos. teams that weren't in it were Rude and Ziggler. Yes, because you had Miz and Morrison in and everything like that. Yeah, and as soon as they hit the compact to hit the pin and everyone's still getting up and having machinery up, yep. that's when the countdown started for yes. them to come out. Um, So two spots, to me, were almost overshadowed what Lucha House Party did. And that was Tucker's Moonsault. Oh, incredible. Off the Moonsault, somersault, whatever it was. Oh my god, that's a big boy! And then Otis going through your boy Otis, man, being over emotional and trying to base. If he had connected with Ziggler, he would have killed him. Yeah, he would have killed him. He would have been a bug on a windshield. <laughs> that's yeah, what would have been left of Dolph Ziggler. That spot riled up Tucker, but obviously, you know. Tucker yeah. seems to always be pinned by Robert Roode after a glorious DDT. If you go back and you look at these matches with these guys, Robert yeah. Roode is always hitting the glorious DDT on Tucker. Yeah. So there goes Heavy Machinery, second team eliminated. That essentially leaves two heels and two faces left in the match. Yeah. Um, I believe it was the Usos who then eliminated Roode and, Rude and Ziggler with the big splash. Yes. So then you're left with... Miz and Morrison, New Day, and the Usos. Usos. And then you think that New Day and Usos are going to get into it? Nope. They turn and they see Miz and Morrison. They they looked like they were going to get into it, and Miz and Morrison were backing up and saying, we'll let them do what they're going to do. Do what you want, guys. Do what you want. And then they knew this was coming because they do this all the time when it's two faces and against a heel or two heels against a face. face. Yeah. They turn and then they target them. Yes. But... I can't remember who gets the advantage over the New Day. Um, was it? Oh, it was a, a skull crushing finale to Kofi. Yes, and then a Starship Pain pin to Kofi. Yes, which puts them out. Yes, and then it leaves the Usos because and Miz and Morris. Kofi was in the figure four at that time too. He was. Yeah, he was in the figure four, and Big E was already kind of out of the match at that. So, because I think Big E got also got hit with a skull crushing finale, if I remember correctly. Yeah. So, um, that leaves Miz and Morrison with the, the New Usos. Day. Or the Usos, I'm sorry. And it looked like the Usos had a chance. Yeah, it did. Oh, no, no, we're wrong. I'm sorry. Kofi Kingston got eliminated when he went to go do a splash off the top of the cage. Yeah. And he missed. That's and right. Then, and then Miz and Morrison just stacked on top of them and pinned them right. one, two, three. Because Miz what, the had... The one I said was how the match ended. No, the match ended with a roll-up. So what happened oh, was... Is, so what happened was is you had... um, <sighs> One of the Yusu brothers was in the figure four. Starship Pain. One, two, pin was broken up. Then, yeah. then there was a whole thing where Miz ended up getting a roll up on one of the Usos. He puts his feet on the third rope, that's and then right. Morrison launches over him, and then like stacks up the yeah, pin. Yeah, that's which was, right. Which was a cool, cool. That's a cool roll up. It was a very cool roll up. One, two, three matches over. Miz and Morrison are still your champions, but because your last team in there were the Usos, 
you could they have the most legitimate gripe that they're you know the number one contender. Correct. You know, we were in the ring the longest. We did, we had um we had eliminations. We were you know yada yada yada. That's how you can build to those two teams facing each other. Excuse me at Mania. Now, could you possibly throw in a third or a fourth team? You could. You could make an argument for a few other teams in this. Are you going to? I wouldn't. I just want. I want one team versus one team. Yeah, I think That's it's gonna it. be. I think it's gonna be those two teams because I don't know what the new day are gonna be in. I don't think the Lucha Lucha House Party is gonna be on. Mania. No, no, they'll be they'll be in the the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Yeah. Um, Otis and Ziggler are probably gonna have a one on one match. Probably. Otis should go over on the pre-show. Yeah. And then I don't know what the New Day are going to do. Since the New Day aren't booked at Mania, I have a feeling it's going to be a triple threat. I hope not. Between Usos, New Day, and Miz and Morrison, which the Usos pin the New Day, giving the Usos their tying championship, and giving Miz and Morrison the gripe that we were never pinned setting up that singles feud. Okay. We'll see. I mean, I don't want to predict WrestleMania too far. Yeah, that's out yet. we still have like three weeks to yeah, we can Trust me, a lot that. of things happen on Raw that we can talk about that helps with WrestleMania predictions. Oh yeah. So. Next match. No DQ. Okay. Black AJ. I love this match. It was very, very good. Minus one thing. AJ Taker? No. Taker didn't pop. I love the Taker spot. I loved it. What bothered me was that AJ was talking about how he's going to be using his brothers the entire match. And he used them. And his brothers basically let him get the shit kicked out of him for over 10 minutes. And yeah. they were like, oh, oh God, oh God, we got to get in there. We got to get in there. Dude, AJ took a table spot. AJ was getting the crap kicked out of him with a kendo stick. Yeah. I mean, there was multiple, multiple, multiple points in that match where the, the good brothers could have It should have been, in. since it's a no DQ, it should have been a three-on-one tornado handicap. Yeah, pretty much. Or tag team handicap or whatever it is. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be Tornado where all three guys are in the ring at well, the same time. Yeah. yeah. You could have done... But like, they, I don't think they wanted to do that because they had, had a three-on-one. Yes. Which we will get to because that's my match of the night. Um, That match, I'll be real with you right now real quick. Sucked, but the finish was awesome. That's why it's the match of the night. Um, So back to this match. There's no DQ. That was the only thing that threw me off about this match was that you had these two guys on the outside who... Could have ran interference at any time, but they waited ten minutes to run interference. And then when they ran interference, they obviously hit their um what, what's magic it? killer. The magic killer. They hit the magic killer. AJ's got all right. Hold him up. I want to hit him with the phenomenal forearm. Dong. Lights go out. Lights come back. I don't know what the Undertaker's doing. Just choking the guys. It was kind of odd to me, but whatever. He's just choking the guys right there. And then his sixth sense went off. He turned around. He caught AJ. Choke slam. Alice the Black comes, you know, dong, lights go out, lights come back on. Neither of the good brothers are in the ring. Alice the Black's back in the ring. AJ's getting up. And Black hit. You know, I think every time we talk about the Black Mask, we say he hit the most devastating Black Mask there was. But it gets better and better. But it gets better and better because the guys who are willing to take it are willing to take it more and more. AJ Styles had a mark on his face on Monday Night Raw from where he took the Black Mask. Mm -hmm. He took that just straight right to the face like flush yeah. i was like oh i texted you right away i'm like best blast ma- black mask ever question yeah. mark 
exclamation point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Such a good ending to that match because it builds to AJ. Taker. Taker. Yeah. And I thought maybe they would have done something like a three-on-two with Black and Taker versus the OC, but it looks like Black might be doing something else now. Whatever. Yeah. As long as it's just AJ Taker, I am more than happy. And if the Good Brothers get involved, maybe that's when Black comes down and returns a favor to Taker and makes a save for Taker yeah. or something like that. There's a few different ways you could do this, but just make it a one-on-one match. Make it build off of what happened at Saudi, what happened at Elimination Chamber, and the vicious promo cut on Monday Night Raw. Just yeah. do it that way. Yeah. Okay, that's the way I look at it. Um, Something cutting away. Someone mentioned to me yesterday, uh, Monday, that they were watching the show and then they noticed that there was a TV underneath. There was a live stream TV underneath the ring when they were going for a weapon or whatever. Mm-hmm. There's an obvious reason. Yeah. Because it gives Taker's cue. Yes. So they can he can see, he can follow along with the match, and when it's time for him to get ready, he can start crawling towards the edge. Yep. And once they hit the dong and the lights go out, he pulls himself out and gets in the ring quick. Yeah, correct. And I, that's kind of what I explained it to him, and they're like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. So, next match, Raw Tag Team title. Went the right way. It, of course it did. You don't want to just give someone the title to take it away from them five no. days later. No. Street you know Profits I mean? are still your SmackDown, or Raw Tag Team Championship. Yes. I'm happy with the match. I'm happy with the build of KO in this match. I'm happy with the rundown. KO's of the, hilarious. I'm happy with the rundown of the AOP and the subsequent rundown of the Viking Raiders mm-hmm. to balance those guys out. Yep. Um, and then you can see the frustration from Rollins yelling at Murphy. Yeah. Like, how did you lose this match? How did you lose this match? Um, you were laid out on the outside. What were you doing? <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Great match. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, again, right team went over. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, and the more and more you see uh, Montez Ford hit that frog hit that splash. splash. Oh, my God. Nobody gets better ups on a frog. He could probably hit somebody from one turnbuckle all the way to the outside of the ring if he wanted to. On the other side? The opposite side? Yeah. I think he could clear... The, the entire, entire length of the ring with his frog splash. Possibly. He, I don't think he'd try it. I don't think he'd try it, but I'll tell you something right now. I think he could do it. Yeah, the he gets. He so high. It's incredible. He's 20 feet in the air, dude. Yeah. That's incredible. If he's in a Money in the Bank ladder match, he doesn't need a ladder. He can just jump yep. from the turnbuckle. He would jump from reach. the turnbuckle, grab the briefcase, and just fall to the ring. Yeah. And he would just land in a frog splash on yep, somebody. Yep, pretty much. And use a briefcase as a brace. Yeah. Be awesome. What and he starts out with a dented briefcase. He doesn't yeah. get it perfectly good and it ends up dented. No, it starts dented. Yes. Um, Next match. Match of the night. Three-on-one handicap match. Match of the night. This match was not boring at all. This match was telling a great story the whole time. Because the great liberator, Sami Zayn, has proven a point. He has not been touched by Braun Strowman in over three months. Nobody's laid a finger on him. Everyone's tried, but he's got Shinsuke Nakamura and he's got Cesaro protecting him. Not a single hair on Sami Zayn's head has been disturbed since he's gotten those two guys in his corner. And guess what? Not a single hair on his head was disturbed in this match. And he hit the Haluva kick. And he is your new 
WWE Intercontinental Champion. I popped like a five-year-old girl at a Justin Bieber concert. I was so happy about this. Because do you know the last time Sami Zayn held a belt in WWE? Yes. It was the NXT Championship. It was the NXT Championship. Back in like 2015, 2014. That he lost to Kevin Owens. And he has never held a belt since then. Yeah. No tag belts, nothing. Nothing. This is beyond glorious. Yeah. He, he, the great liberator has an actual trophy to show his liberation tactics are working. Yeah. And I like how they take the, they take the belt off of the Messiah and then they give it to the liberator. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a nice, like 50, 50 booking. Exactly. It's nice. I loved every second of this match. And I'll tell you something right now. The highlight to this match to me was the, was the Kinshasa that Braun Strowman took on the, on the pole. He had his head up against the pole and Nakamura hit him with the Kinshasa. Oh, boy. What? I am so happy for Sami Zayn. I am so happy as a wrestling fan, a fan of El Generico. Yeah. I am, again, I popped like a five-year-old girl at the Justin Bieber concert. I was so stoked when this happened, dude. I could not believe it. We called that match so wrong. We had Strowman burying three wrestlers and the WWE... Pulled the wool over our eyes. Yeah. And they gave the belt to Sami Zayn. And they gave the belt to the one guy. (laughs) Nobody saw it going on. Yeah. I could have seen Cesaro getting it. I could have seen Shinsuke getting it back. I could have seen Braun retaining. No. No. Sami Zayn. Yes. Now, does... What does this do to Braun Strowman's character? I don't think it does anything. Considering the fact that it took three people to beat him. Okay, because it seems like every time he's getting a little bit of a push, he always loses, man. Yeah, I mean, I feel like Braun Strowman is one of these guys that's not going to go to the back and complain because he lost. I think he's he sees the actual storyline and so, sees how he's doing this because it's good writing. I uh, think he's willing to do stuff like this. Okay, so have you watched... um? The Stone Cold, um, Stone Broken Cold Skulls no. session with, with um, the one you have to watch is with uh, the Big Show. Okay. And he basically, Big Show admits, he's like, yeah, I w- walk around like I wasn't a giant. And people told me I needed to stop wrestling like a giant. Braun Strowman needs to stop wrestling like a giant. He needs to just stop taking charge. And that's yeah. the problem is he's not doing that. He's He is the biggest guy. By mass. In the E right now. In the E. If it takes three guys to put you down, that's fine. The next time you face Sami Zayn, that match is over in 15 seconds. Yeah. You destroy him. You pick him up, running power, slam him, pin him, one, two, three. That's it. Okay? He needs to start wrestling like a giant. And Big Show even mentions that in the podcast where he says, I've a wrestler who is a lot like me is Braun Strowman. And I told him he needs to do the same things because he's going to get booked like I got booked. And that's what happened with Big Show. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not saying Braun's going to end up like Big Show. He's always going back down to developmental and stuff like that. And he's going to have heel face, heel face, heel face, heel face. You know? I just think that he needs to be booked like a giant. Like a powerhouse. Exactly. Like a 
undestructible force. Indestructible force. Indestructible force. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Main event. Women's Elim Chamber. This was, I again. The Riot Squad, Natalia, Asuka, and Baszler. I had no problem with the booking in this match. No. None whatsoever. Me neither. Um, the first two people who started this match were the right two people to start this match. Natalia okay. and... Natalia and Ruby Riot. Ruby, yeah. Then you had Sarah Logan come out next. Yep. Where you could have almost had like a joining of powers a little bit, I guess. But because the blood feud is so bad in the Riot <clears throat> Squad right now, they were all just fighting each other. Yeah. And then comes Baszler. And she wrecks everybody. Yeah. Wrecked them all. Wrecked them all. My two favorite spots from this match is the Natalia spot where Baszler is using the door and just ramming the shit out of Natalia. Yeah. Just battering her with it. And then the entire segment with Liv Morgan mm-hmm. up against the cage, up against the barrier, uh, up against the the um the elimination chamber. Then chokes her out on the top rope and tries to sink in a coquina clutch and she's not really getting it in. So what she do? She just tucks underneath and just starts putting her into a dragon sleeper on the top rope. She looked like such a badass in this match. Yeah, because it's who she is. And I love it how she's pacing like a lion waiting for the next victim to come into her cage. Yeah. Because it was her cage. Nobody else's. She's a cage fighter. She is a cage fighter. They put her in a cage, and what did she do? She destroyed everybody. Period. And that brings us right into Monday Night Raw. Because what's the first thing Becky Lynch said? It took me my entire career to beat Oscar, and Shayna Baszler went out there and beat her in five minutes. And then he just beat her in five minutes, made her look bad in five minutes, destroyed mm-hmm. her in five minutes. But Becky Lynch feels that Baszler is underestimating her mm-hmm. because she Becky Lynch believes that her will will outlast um, Baszler's skill. Yeah. Is essentially what it is. Dude, what a way to build this feud. Oh, yeah. I it's, lo- it's great. And I love how... And they're not going to meet face-to-face till the night before Mania. I hope not. I Just let these two stay separate. Let Baszler maybe shoot some promos while she's down in NXT or something like that. And you know who's going to be just milling around in the background? Shafir and Duke. Yeah. Yeah. They, they should. Don't have them part of the feud, but have them milling them around in the back. Just kind of put that that idea in the mind that, oh, Baszler actually has backup. Yeah. What does Becky have? Becky has... Well, Becky has herself. Yeah. And I like how she didn't come out with anything goofy this week. No, she came out her legit black. Black. On black. With her belt. Yeah. Came down to the ring, cut her promo, and loved every second of it. Yeah. It was such a great way. Such a great way to open Raw. Yeah. Such a great way to open Raw. Next match, or first match on the card, Mysterio versus Garza. This is what we talked about. It's the other two of these, the four luchadors. Yeah, the four the four horsemen. Oh, such a good match. Yeah. Angel Garza. I'm I'm flipping back and forth between who my favorite out of these four are, between Garza and Carrillo. Okay. Because I love Carrillo as a face. He's so passionate. He's such a true baby face. And Garza but Angel so Garza a heel. is such a cocky bastard. And he's so good as a heel. He gets a kiss from a woman in the crowd with her kid and her husband right on the yeah. side of him. Uh, the way he rips his pants off in the middle of the yeah. match. And there was points in this match where it looked like Mysterio was legitimately hurt. Yeah. And I, that's just Mysterio selling. You know yeah. what I mean? He's very good at that. He's Mysterio's been in the 
in the business for 30 plus years for, forever it feels like you know what i mean he uh he did such a good job with the selling in this match um they had such a great back and forth and the right person went over it balances what happened mm-hmm. at elimination chamber the heel went over the heel went over limb, face went over here exactly and you could see how upset selena vega was with this yeah. whole situation she's like what are you talking how oh what so I mean, she has two clients. How soon is it before she drops one of those clients and that's how you get into this fatal four-way match where she essentially just drops Garza and doesn't turn him face because I don't think he can be a face. He's no. such a good cocky heel. It's great. Yeah. But um, It looked like Garza was kind of turning a little bit face when he was facing Rush, uh, when he was facing Devlin. Yes. In the Cruiserweight stuff. Yeah. No. 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 Keep him heel. Yeah, he he's, needs to be. He's a really good heel. And I love that he's he immediately the snap of his finger is on main roster. Yeah, he was in NXT for three months. Yeah, if that, and he's so good. He is very good. He fits in so well. Yes, he does. Next segment, Rhea Charlotte. So we got the same package from Rhea that we've been getting for the last couple of weeks. Her sitting down at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay and talking about how people yeah. compared her to Flair when she first came up and how if you gotta be the be if you want to be the man you gotta beat the man and yada 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 yeah. yada yada. Okay, so then you know Charlotte Flair comes down to the ring and cuts her promo and basically says, you know, this is what it is. I'm gonna I'm gonna there's no beating me. You know I mean? I am the queen. This is my home. This is, this is my world. Yeah. Being a queen takes so much more than being that bitch yeah. or whatever she said. Yeah. Um, and Char, uh, Rhea took, um, to heart that you are not me. You will never be me. Yes. Um, statement. And there is only one me statement. And just laid into her. Yeah, just threw one punch or slap, whatever it was. Yeah. Charlotte was on the ground. And then they had this little bit of a stare off, which was kind of weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole segment works because you're building to something. And, you know, she is the NXT Women's Champion. So at least within the next couple of weeks, you will see Flair maybe back at full sale. Yeah. Um, Having another face-to-face with Ripley. But... Again, I would love one of those NXT like dark room split screen yeah. promos back and forth between like those the, two, like the Balor Gargano yeah, one. That yeah. would be good. It that won't be, be nearly as good as that one. No, but it will be. It'll be really good. It will be really good. Next um, segment: two consecutive uh, squash matches. Goodbye, Lana. She is gone. She is filming a movie. So Bob Lashley, yes, is back on his winning ways. Well, I mean, he went up against Zack Ryder. So Zach he's Ryder, back up against his squishing ways. Zack Ryder gets squished at uh, Elimination Chamber, and then Zack Ryder gets squished here. Um, I mean, for anybody who's in, who's been following the WWE, um, who's been watching these shows week in and week out, it kind of sucks because now all of a sudden they've dropped Rusev like a bad habit, but that's also because of his contract negotiations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So we're just supposed to pretend. Oh yeah, there was no. There was no. Um. There's nothing. That that's over with. Um. We never got a resolution. I yeah. We never got a resolution. How much you want to bet that in like six months when Lana and Rusev return respectively, they're back together? Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's, and the story will be they took some time off, they worked out their issues, and they're back together. They never split. No. <laughs> they ne- they never split. If you look on both their Instagrams, they have both <laughs> of their dogs in them. Yeah. They they're living in the same house. That's not there's no secret about it. Yeah. 
If you follow Kayfabe, as we talked about, I think it was a couple episodes ago, <coughs> with the birth of social media, Kayfabe is it's dead. Essentially. Like, wrestling is still real, but it's Kayfabe's dead. Yeah. It's simple as that. Yeah. Uh, next segment. Rest in peace. The spider. Eric Rowan's spider. Yep. Because Drew McIntyre took the steel steps and squished the cage. Let's just hope that this now puts Rowan on a different course. Let's hope this puts him on the shoulder for a bit. Put him on the shelf. Okay. Just for a couple of weeks. Because he doesn't have anything building right now. Build something after Mania. That's fine. Or have him show up in the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Just so we have another man in there. So he's on Mania. Yeah. It's The spider it's, thing was so bad. Yeah. That they had to do something. So they killed the spider. Yeah. And you had the right guy do it. Yes. McIntyre. Because, the right because they're having him build against all these random people as he's cutting his promos and squishing these random people mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. Just just move on. Yep. Just uh, goodbye. Get to the next person. Yes. Kabuki Warriors against Natalia and Liv Morgan. Kabuki Warriors, I don't know if this is the first week they've had it, but they have new music. I love the new music. It's so good. I love it. It's so good. The, the, the way that they walk down to the ring, the fact that their their promo was so good. We couldn't understand a word they said. That's fine. It doesn't matter. That's what a heel promo when you're foreign is supposed to be like. The only thing is the crowd was dead for it. Well, you know, Obviously, they can't understand it, but normally... Well, they were just up for that whole 3-2-1 thing by Drew McIntyre. True. You know what I mean? They were just wicked up for that. So Yeah. I mean, it's going to happen. You're going to get a dead spot in there. Unfortunately, it was during this promo, but at least they weren't talking over the promo. No. How's that? They were just sitting there like with Quietly, their hands on their like, um, What are they saying? Okay. I mean, I don't... They did do some what's, which, yes, yes. which is fitting. But then Oscar went with it, yeah. and then they stopped. And like Oscar was like, "All right, I guess if you guys are gonna stop, I'll just continue down my uh, my Japanese speaking ways and yeah. just running down everybody, and you know, running down Tom Phillips and all these other people." Yeah, and that's what she did. And then um, the match itself, whatever. I mean, I don't understand why Liv Morgan's in a tag team match and then decides, "Oh, let me jump off the top rope and take out Sarah Logan and Ruby Riot instead of working with my now tag team partner." But I think that sets up stuff for Beth Phoenix to come back. So when Beth yeah. Phoenix does come back, her That'll and Natalia tag can, can be together because she knows, like Natalia will know, hey, this woman will actually have my corner, will be have my back versus someone who looks like she's preoccupied with something else. Yeah. So Two Japs versus two Canadians. Yeah. yeah. It always works. Yeah, it does. Um, I like the finish in the match. Natalia had Kyrie Sane in the uh, sharpshooter, and then she gets hit with that beautiful roundhouse kick. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Yeah, that's One, two, that. three. Speaking of this promo you mentioned earlier oh, for man. AJ. It was great. Dude, he calls a Mark Calloway and calls out his wife. Yeah. And you know part of the reason why they're kind of like doing this whole call out of um, Michelle McCool was because they celebrated that whole um, women's of wrestling thing that they did a few weeks ago. Or a few yeah. years ago, whatever it was, and they forgot to mention Michelle McCool, and then they made an edit to it and tagged the Undertaker in it and said, you know, ah, bad, you know, obviously everything's cool with us, and then somebody got on Undertaker's uh, um, personal account and said, too little, too late. Yeah, it wasn't Mark Calloway. No, it was Michelle McCool who got yeah. on the account. 
So AJ, man, ran her down. Talking about how he's she's gonna <clears throat> run Undertaker into the into the ground, and yeah. Undertaker should have walked away after that Roman Reigns match. It was the most beautiful send off he could have had, and blah 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 blah. And now he's out here, um, having to. He got drawn in by the the spotlight. By the spotlight, but also uh, a leech has put herself on him, and you know, s- subsequently he has to go out there and he has to continue to fight and be a, a a shell of himself. AJ Styles would have loved to have fought Undertaker five years ago when Undertaker was the Undertaker, but he's not the Undertaker anymore. He's Mark Calloway. Yeah. Oh, such a good promo. This needs to build to a casket match. This needs to be a casket match. He's talking about putting the final nails in his coffin. This needs to be a casket match. Yeah. I could see it. Bury the Undertaker at a casket match. Done. Over. AJ goes over? Yes. You end the Undertaker character at a casket match. Wow. That's it. Oh, God. I wasn't going to say AJ go over. Yeah. But. So. I like where you're going with this. I just had a thought, though. If you're going to end two characters, you can't end two characters at Mania. Because you're going to end John Cena and you're going to end The Undertaker at the same WrestleMania. Why not? Because then what's your draw for 37? American Badass. Oh, so you're not burying... You're burying The Undertaker. He still has yet to return as The American Badass. I feel like there may be one more match for him. Again, retribution against AJ Styles a full year later as the American Badass who comes out in his chopper. Where's 37 taking place? I don't know where 37 is taking place. Isn't it in Hollywood? Uh, maybe. Is it in LA? I think so. I think okay. it's in Hollywood. All right. I think it's WrestleMania Hollywood. If that's what it is, that's what it is. But that's what you do. Undertaker, the character, gets... The dead man, The Undertaker. dead man is done. The dead man should have been done when he lost to Roman Reigns. Yeah, he should have came back The way at that he folded up his coat and he left his hat in the ring like AJ Styles said, that was it. The dead man was gone at that point. Yeah. Do it justice. Kill the dead man. Kill the dead man. Okay. Bring back the American Badass. For one WrestleMania. That's it. He can hit AJ with a last ride. And that's it. Done. Career's over. Yeah. Leave with an exclamation point. And that's why it's called The Last Ride. Yes. There you go. Yeah. Any thoughts? I mean. No, I agree with you. Um, wow. You turned real quick. <laughs> but that's also because I thought of the, I thought you were ending John Cena and unding Undertaker. Neither of them would return again. Except for their, their uh, what's the word for it? Hall of Fame. I thought they were both ending. That's because I didn't think, oh, American Badass. Returns okay. for another match. Okay. Because that's your draw at 37. Yeah. That and possibly if it happens in the next calendar year, the build for the Miz's championship. Because that's what I think they want to go to because it's happening in Hollywood. And Miz has said that if he doesn't get a championship match at Mania 37, he's done. He said that um, to the press. He said that to... Yeah, but is that Mike Mizanic talking, or is that the Miz character talking? That's Again, probably the Miz character talking. Okay, so WWE knows what they're doing with the Miz. Don't worry about building to a Miz championship run at 37. Don't worry about that. Yeah, we'll see. It'd be nice, but don't worry about it. There's other people that you can build towards for Hollywood. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a full calendar year away. We're not even at this year's mania yet. Yeah. Now that we're talking about this uh, this great, great idea for 37, let's talk about some crap. Uh, 24-7 championship match. Can Rick we, Moss. Can we just move Cedric Alexander and Ricochet back to, to NXT, NXT in 205? Yes. Can we just no, do that? No, just put them both on NXT. Okay, whatever. Just Cedric no, fits in them, so well in bo- NXT. Let them bounce into 205 as well. Who cares? They're both in the division. They both yeah. qualify. So let them bounce around like they've been doing with with all these other guys. Yeah, don't let them don't don't put them on main event. Uh, Ricochet well, what, actually wrestled on main event this week. Cedric Alexander's been wrestling on main event the last couple of weeks. Like, why are these phenomenal small wrestlers being left in the dust and then losing to Riddick Moss? Yeah, and being squashed by Riddick Moss. And there's yeah. nothing against Riddick Moss. Maybe they're building Riddick Moss for something bigger, but just I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. And Cedric Alexander was not happy. No, he wasn't. Of went course he's to, not. Went to write to social media with it. He was not happy. Well, yeah. He used the gif of uh, Grandpa Simpson walking into the restaurant, taking his hat off, putting it on the hat rack, turning around, grabbing the hat, walking right back out the restaurant. Yeah. Main... Oh, no, no, no. Oh. You missed a few things. Yeah. You, you missed the biggest thing, which should have been the main event. That's why I was I was scrolling and I saw this. I was like, oh, main event segment, because this should have been the main should've event segment. Should have been the main event. Um... I love the MVP thing. Yeah. That was awesome. MVP is saying that he's he's had his championship gold. He never won the championship. <laughs> he won the US title, the IC title, yeah. and the tag title a couple times. Yeah. But that was his that was his belt. That was his championship. That was the his US championship. title. Yep. The US title was his championship. Yes, it was. Back in early uh late two thousands. He says he's tasted championship gold, but he's there as a managerial role. That's what he wants to do. And he wants to start a faction and he needs a good base. He wants a good client. Good a good building point. And man like Edge. Yes. And he says just like that, Edge. And Edge drives in in a Suburban. Why, as a, why everyone has Suburbans, I don't know. Drives in in a Suburban with a beanie. And he rips a beanie off, throws it away, and rushes to the ring. Calls Orton out immediately. And Edge says, man, you're, you're t- uh, MVP says, you're too uh, obsessed with this. You need to move on from this situation. Blah, 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 blah. He just turns around and he and he chokes out MVP. No, he hits him with a spear. No, he hits him with a spear. That's yes. right. After the, he says something about his wife, he goes, shouldn't yeah. you be worried about your wife? Yeah, shouldn't you be worried about your wife, Beth Phoenix or whatever? He turns around, hits him with a spear. And then Orton, um, comes, into Orton the comes in and they start brawling. And then Edge, it's a massive RKO. Yes. And Orton sells it so well. Yeah. Holding his neck, playing around with his neck. Two concertos to, to MVP. MVP. Yeah, saying it and Edge screaming, "This is you! This, this is, is you, you, Randy!" And then he hits two concertos. This match at Mania is going to be incredible. It has to be a no holds barred match. It has to. Has to be because that w- the matches will end with a concerto. Yeah, has to be a no holds barred. Yeah, do it, do it. You do it any other way, you're you're a huge disservice to this feud that you've built since now, Royal Rumble. Now. Hopefully, fingers crossed, they take this match so much more serious than they did last year with Batista and Triple H. Well, it's not going to be any fancy intros. No. These two guys just have regular plain Jane intros. So With the pyro. pyro but, but they don't have someone coming out on a motorcycle. No. Okay, so you don't have... You're not gonna have one of them tripping into the ring. I was gonna say, yeah, you're not gonna have someone fall into the ring. You know what I mean? And and hey, listen, Batista sold it very well because he popped right up and he laughed yeah, it did. off and stuff like that. It was awesome. Yeah, and but that, that good... set the that set the tone for the match. Yeah, but there was some good spots in that match too. I mean, the nose piercing. 
Yeah. Okay. That was brutal. Yeah. That was brutal. No, most brutal moment in the last couple of years was a screwdriver Driver through the, the gauge. Ear. Yeah, yeah. My daughter still thinks that's that that's that that's one of her favorite moments from last year. Ridiculous. Um, next match didn't need to happen. No, I mean I enjoyed the build from earlier in the night where they ask him if he wants to be part of the you know the uh, the uh, disciples disciples, and he goes, um, "I'll pass, but since you knocked on my door." You must be looking for a fight, and they build yeah. to this match. <sighs> why start this match if you're just going to do a no DQ? I mean, if you're just going to do a disqualification, I, why are you trying to protect both these guys? You know what I mean? It, you don't need to. You didn't need to. You could have done a segment where Alice the Black's coming out to the ring for his match, and he gets jumped by all four guys. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, and then that's the numbers game. That's a numbers game falling against him as well. And then you could have done something with the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders at that point. And then all of a sudden, that's where you build to this four-on-four match with the Street Profits. And I like it. I like how everybody, the the Street Profit, I mean Seth Rollins, Murphy, and the AOP went over in this match. I believe it was, um, was it Ford who took the fall? Was he the one who took the curb stomp at the end? Um. I couldn't remember. I can't remember who took the fall at the end of this. But regardless, yeah, it, it was, was on Ford. It was on Montez Ford. All right. And then he hit one on Owens. Well, he hit three on Owens, not just yeah, he one. Hit a lot on Owens, he hit yeah. three on Owens. And um, this is really going to build to an another another good payoff. Yeah. Match at WrestleMania, which I can't which, wait for. Which is it going to be a singles match between Rollins and Owens? Yeah, it I should think so. be. It should be. And this is just going to be a straight match. This isn't going to yeah. be and I think anything. You're, I think you're going to get AOP versus the Viking Raiders at the beginning of the night. And I think you're going to get Buddy Murphy versus House of Black. Another one? I, I think building into Mania, I think you're going to get another one of those matches. And I think that Black takes out Murphy. Yeah. And that's why um, there's going to be a singles match at that point between the other two. Yeah, true. Yeah, okay. I can see that. Um who faces the Street Profits for the belts at Mania? Ooh. Do the Street Profits have the belts at Mania? Or do they drop them to... AOP. AOP first. I think so. They could drop them the week before, and then that makes the Viking Raiders AOP match the raw for tag the, belt. Yeah. Yeah. Could be a possibility. And then AOP retains. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That basically finishes off Raw. Yeah. That finishes off this episode. Yep. Um, very good Raw. Solid pay-per-view. Yes. Um, obviously you can follow us over on social media. Uh, we're posting there daily now. Um, posting about what happened during the day, during the past day, whatever. Um, any news or information that we want to share as well as our media suggestion of the day. Um, I have the opportunity of posting media suggestion of the day. So as soon as this episode is live, that will also be live over there. Or if you're coming over from our social media, hello. Um, thank you for listening. Um, but that's pretty much it. Obviously, questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise, you can hit us up over there or on our personals. Um, we're always open to suggestions or information or opinions as you guys have. Um, I don't know if you've received anything from anybody recently. Not regarding wrestling. You got something for sports. Yeah, I got something for sports. Yeah, we'll talk about that in a bit. Um, but yeah, that basically finishes this episode off. Obviously, look forward to tomorrow. We're going to be coming up with a new episode of Doinked. Um, that'll be tomorrow. But other than that, this has been a Double Doink production. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.